Hi team. I'm um, sitting in front of a fire in one of my favorite places in the whole world. Uh, my grandparents own this house in Vail, Colorado. Um, and like honestly, it's it's like where, other than my cabin, it's where most new experience happened for me. Um, I just love it. There's all these pictures of me when I was little. Um, I think like four or five. Yeah, it was before my sister was born, so four. And uh, my brother and I had these matching yellow zip-up sweatshirts. And we would put the hoods on and ride up the gondola with mom and dad. Um, and walk around on the mountain. Um, and... My parents said that I used to just belt out songs. Like, I'd face a mountain, and I would just, like, sing so loud, and my mouth would be as wide as it could possibly go with my crossbite and my, like, kind of webbed, like, duck feet, and I would just (laughs) go crazy. (laughs) And I remember... I remember doing this and I remember thinking if I sing like just a little bit louder maybe someone's going to hear me from across those other peaks or maybe they'll see me and they'll sing back. I don't know. There's a lot of videos of me just in that yellow hoodie singing and dancing around on a mountain. And like really when I think about who I am and what represents me that sums it up pretty damn good that yellow sweatshirt zipped all the way to the chin singing on a mountain not giving a damn who sees me I think I lost that for a while when I grew up a bit. I didn't think that that was important anymore, or maybe I was around people who didn't think it was important, so I just didn't show that. And really, truly, I didn't find it again um, until, like, completely find it again until I started traveling. And I was talking to my brother about this a couple days ago, how traveling, and maybe it doesn't work for most people, but it is one of the most pure and life-giving things that you can do for yourself. And I don't know if it's just based on experience or new surroundings or new people, new climates, just constantly moving to places that will continue to make you awestruck. Or maybe it's allowing yourself to feel uncomfortable, to notice the discomfort and to not shy away from it. Maybe it's knowing that everything is really unknown and still feeling secure 
even when everything inside of you feels unsettled. I don't know. Maybe it's all of those. Maybe it's none. But being in veil just has me thinking about newness and opportunity and the simple sweet life and like what it means to like really live well, live a life that is not dull. And gosh, I never want to live a life that is dull. I'm going to read y'all a story that I wrote, I don't know, when was this? I'm trying to, it was when I was in South Carolina. Um, it might have been in May um, or April. Um, I'm not sure, but it was early on in my rotation in South Carolina. Um, and I just stumbled upon it a couple days ago as I was reading Willie a bunch of my short stories and um I found this one and I like I remember writing it but it was one of those that just kind of got like it wasn't as significant to me at the time and then once I read it I was like oh damn yeah no I like that one (laughs) okay hopefully I can read my own writing here the star-eyed girl I know a girl that makes stars disappear with only her eyes. She is one of those rare creatures, completely captivated by beauty. She sees and teaches wonder. It's not an effort for the girl. It's as though the wonder builds from the stars in her eyes, and the stars love her. They always find her, always want her. And perhaps that's because she never asks them to. Somehow, she sees the the truth. The freedom of a single star sees it and chooses to protect it perhaps it's her eyes or maybe her heart that produces a place that provide a place for the star to simply be so that nothing and no one can steal their light the girl wasn't always this way before she was given wonder bucket eyes she was one of the star stealers never valuing a light a space a dream she came in the peak of the night sly and loud all at once she was never afraid of being caught only of losing what she had come to do she walked on feet made of snakes and slurred her slippery lustful words into each of their beds by morning his stars were all hers gone like the darkness of night the black cloaked queen never returning the pride of this was never powerful enough for the girl to truly feel like her life had purpose Yet the power was a hungry battle. At the girl's complete collapse of emptiness, the space around her full of nothing but darkness, a single light danced in the sky, singing, Come be with me, I love you. The girl thought it to be a a taunting and teasing song until she uh, ultimately touched it. Sparks flew through her body like a hurricane wind. The shields of her eyes were ripped off. The cinder blocks that were once her feet sprouted wings. Her spine, which molded to a limp, thin noodle, never sure, always untrusting, 
broke loose, became enclosed with steel from her tailbone to the tip of her skull. Her mufflers for ears were chucked. Her tangled web of a heart sprouted fire that bundled, that burned and melted the thin, sticky spiders. And I can tell you with every ounce of certainty that the power-hungry, shame-ridden, dark-cloaked queen became the light, a ray that seemed to shine from both the sun and the stars. And like day and night, she saw extravagance everywhere. She sought and found she climbed and swam, she spoke and listened, danced and sang. The world became an ever-present wonder, and the girl chose to live.